Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dysfunctional Fitness Podcast. You are joined today by myself, Matthew Hosking, and obviously my good co-host, Ben Bodicum. Uh, this week, we are going to be looking at the teams. So the team leaderboard is now finalized. So we're going to do a little deep dive into the um, European leaderboard for teams, see who's made the cut for semis coming up. And then after that, we're going to take a little quick look at just the um, age group online qualifiers, just have a little look at um, some of the UK people who did quite well. And then we've got, I don't know, just some little news about some other events that have uh, popped up at the end. And that will uh, pretty much be the order of proceedings. But yeah, right, we'll get into it. So Benjamin, teams are done. Um, well, teams we are... T- Indeed, yeah, you go. done. <laughs> uh, obviously, um, there's a little bit of a vacuum in the team competition this year with CrossFit Mayhem Freedom no longer competing. But I think if we sort of look at it from a worldwide perspective, uh, CrossFit East, East Nashville Proven have definitely stepped up uh, to to fill that void. Um, well, I that think, is half of Mayhem anyway. So Yeah, it's half of Mayhem. Yeah with a team specialist in Tola Marquinho and a, a perennial games athlete in Tim Paulson as well. Um, if I have to hear Sean Woodland talk about Tim Paulson, Paulson again, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, so I will not refer to him as that. He's a relatively good athlete. We don't need to talk about how the f- he likes to do things on an assault bike. He has that all the 20 second, the 20 second clip of him just going full ham on the bike. It's like, yes, he's the only athlete that can do that. <laughs> yep. In the, in the whole 300,000 people who do the open, only guy who can do that. <laughs> Definitely not seen any random members in our gym ever do that. Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, on a world, like the other like big ones to call out, CrossFit Invictus, uh, looking to jump up from third into first because they've obviously got Joshua Sharma, uh, who's a UK athlete on on their roster. Uh, and then the other sort of new team on the scene is CrossFit Torian Mayhem from a worldwide perspective. Um, they, I think they won every single workout in Oceana. So I'm expecting them to qualify to the games and they were third worldwide uh, in the course finals as well. Uh, that is with Royce Dunn, Brandon Swan, um, who are both former uh, former individual games athletes. Uh, so good to see them doing quite well. Uh, and then Marnie Sykes and um, uh, Marnie Sykes and I'm not sure whether it's uh, Bryony Chalice or Christy Bishop as their main female. But they've also got James Newbury listed as on their competition roster. So if anything happens, it's good they've got... Uh, a strong substitute can come in if you know one of the main males is unable to compete for whatever reason that might occur but pivoting over just to the european leaderboard um no shortcuts crossfit another new team on the scene uh were able to take the top spot winning three of the five events that they had uh so a really strong showing with them uh andre Houdet has been to the games a couple of times um has looked like he was going to sort of start to climb the game's leaderboard, but as an individual, but has elected to sort of pivot and become uh, a games athlete, a games team athlete, I should say, uh, has recruited a team of people who 
have a decent chunk of team experience uh, in some of them and others are, are fairly brand new to it, but I think their skill sets match quite well. They all live and train together at his house, essentially, <laughs> um, yeah. which I think we're going to, when we get to semifinals, is definitely, we, like, if we don't see that on the floor with their communication, then I'll be really, uh, I'll be like, well, what's the point of you all living together if you don't know how to use the word effectively? <laughs> like, what's, what's, what's the point in this? So, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting them to do really well. Um, and then uh, moving on in second, we do have CrossFit Oslo Navy Blue, who've been on the podium the last, like, past two years have been second to mayhem freedom both of those years um always tend to sort of save their bigger performances for later in the season so they tend to peak later on uh and this quarterfinals performance is better than their last year's quarterfinal performance as well uh they've got exactly the same team they had last year uh, and i think they'll do very very well uh, at the games once again um because they know how to communicate and they know how to work together well as well, which I think is incredibly important. Uh, moving down the leaderboard, um, the top place British team coming, uh, coming out of quarterfinals is CrossFit Rotherham. Now, uh, Dan Tai and Sapphire Goddard, who are on this team, tried to go team last year uh, out of Denmark with uh, what was essentially going to be a red pill training team. Um, but one of their, uh, one of their teammates got injured, so they weren't able to sort of follow through and, and then go, go on and compete. Uh, so I think they, they both tried to get through in semis individual last year, Sapphire did, and Dan wasn't able to, uh, so yeah, excited to see what they can do. They've put up some crazy scores, like coming third in Europe is kind of mad and you'd sort of assume that if they're able to you know, put some, put some time on the worm together, get some synchro stuff going. They'll, they'll be in a really good spot. I think three of the four athletes would have qualified for individual semifinals as well. Uh, only Moritz Neumann, uh, wouldn't have, but he was only like a couple of spots out anyway. So, mm. and saying that even in, um, saying it's impressive them to come third, they could have easily come second in the last workout was their like worst finish by a mile. That was, I believe, that was a seven-minute AMRAP of the synchro, the dumbbell thrusters and uh, shuttle runs. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're taking 18th in that compared to all the other finishers being fifths and a fourth. Um, yeah, if they had a, another fifth, they would have finished ahead of uh, Oslo. Yeah. Uh, Points-wise. So, yeah, very strong team um, to look out for. It's pretty cool coming from the UK. Yeah, I think so, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see um, what kind of programming we get at semifinals. Uh, you know, we've, we've just spoken about the structure of semifinals this year, where we've just seen that uh, teams are competing uh, in the bigger semifinals, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, so, uh, so as to give a little bit of space in the schedule on Thursday and Sunday for both the teams and the individuals. So I think both of us are probably thinking there's going to be something a little bit longer for the teams, particularly when you've got to run through 40 of them, uh, it gets a little bit tough. One thing that is quite interesting, though, is that um, whereas we've obviously done this new redistribution, the, the Hunt method, 
that CrossFit is applying for the individual side of things, um, which is a, I, I have views on that and that it's a pretty horrendous method, but here we are. Uh, I, they haven't applied anything like that to the teams. So the, the teams just have, don't have a variation in the number of spots that you get. So that means you'll get 10 teams coming out of Europe, 10 out of North America East, 10 out of North America West, three out of Oceania, two from South America, two from Asia, and one from Africa. How they justify these numbers, I don't really know. Um, but the, the astute amongst you will notice that's only 38. Why, why are we not having 40 teams at the games? Who knows? Um, <laughs> don't, ask, don't ask questions. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, f I forgot. It's, uh, I forgot we're dealing with a secret service level agency that is CrossFit. Um, we're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask logical questions. No, no. Um, because surely you're going to be running four heats anyway. So why don't you just invite another two teams and you're going to cut people throughout the weekend anyway. So I don't know. It's uh yeah, that's an interesting one to say the least. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, CrossFit Waller, I'm really looking forward to seeing them compete. Uh, CrossFit Walleye athlete. Um, they, uh, it's a couple of people with some gains experience. Mia Hesketh, uh, Sam Stewart as well. Uh, it's, um, they're being sort of looked after by Phil Hesketh. Um, and Joshua Vishdrop is also on the team. Um, and uh, Camilla Sol Solmanson Hellman is listed on their roster, but I think she's just their reserve. Um, but so Antonia Falt Kotulinski is their main, um, their main other female athlete as well. Interesting to see how they do. I think they've got some, they're very strong. Um, I think they'll do very well. They clearly, like, they won the handstand walk event in Europe, so I think they'll do very well. And they came second on the cleaning jerks as well. I imagine that was just Mia Hesketh going touch and go the whole way. Uh, so yeah, keen to see how they do. Um, and and I think we, we've seen CrossFit and us who are in fifth do well at the games before, uh, along with CrossFit Prestanda uh, and CrossFit Trondheim, uh, another Norwegian team, uh, and then. Our next place UK team is CrossFit BFG team training. Uh, so they were originally in 13th, and I think everything's sort of shaken up on the leaderboard. So interested to see how they'll do. Uh, just some sort of very consistent finishes across the board. Uh, and then a fourth place in the clean and jerks. Um, I have it on good authority that um, one of the male athletes did a lot of the work, whereas the other one did not do as much work on that one. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's, yeah, yeah, you've got to play to your strengths in, in this sport as well. Uh, CrossFit Aylesbury in 14th as well. I think they tend to do a lot better on worm events. Um, excited to see what they can do after sort of the disappointment of what happened last year with uh, one of their team testing positive for banned substances. Um, so, yeah, really excited to see if they can um, put a good performance together at semi-finals and I hate this phrase punch their ticket um, but I'll say it anyway <laughs> yeah, they, uh, well saying that they took a really bad finish in uh, workout 3 was it workout 3 or 2A mm -hmm. 
a two A, a three A, should I say? Um, with a forty third. Um, so if you well average out compared to the other finishes, they definitely would have been a top ten uh, team yeah. quite easily. Yeah. Um, I can't. What was three A? I can't. Was that the? That was the individual sprints. So, uh, the okay, yeah. bar muscle up, deadlift, GHD, yeah, pyramid. So I think it was ten bar muscle up, uh, twenty deadlifts at one twenty five, and pick another weight, ninety five or something. Uh, um, yeah, 30, about that. 30, yeah, thirty GHDs, and then back down twenty and ten. Um, yeah. So that like, if if you had a bottleneck there, or and and I think uh, like that sort of workout shouts out. Okay, who's got the better individuals? Um, more than anything, and but you also have people because it was straight into the two B, which was max clean and jerks uh, in five minutes um, at one twenty five, and I think it was only eighty five. Actually, thinking about it, um, one yeah, max clean and jerks at one twenty five and eighty five. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, like people tended to sort of save themselves for that a little bit like if they knew that you know they're they're not as good at doing those types of um that type of max power output in that time then they'll probably save themselves for that workout a little bit um coming in uh in 17th in europe overall and our fourth place uk team is a blue Blueprint CrossFit Team AOD were in a qualifying spot in semifinals last year, uh, but one of their uh, one of the guys on their team popped a hammy. So I think they're ready for a redemption arc, and I think with they were able to sort of demonstrate that they had a really good team last year. Uh, so excited to see how they do as well. Um, one thing I will comment on before we carry on and look at other, the other UK teams is that so we've got one crossfit oslo team uh we've got two three four five six yeah six crossfit oslo teams in in uh qualifying position for semi-finals that's kind of mad all of them coming out of one gym (laughs) um (laughs) that's absolutely insane um so i i know i've referenced before that norway does things a little bit differently given the fact that they have uh, a lot of affiliation to the uh, international functional fitness federation or whatever it's called um so they have a lot of uh, a lot of experience on the team side and a lot of focus on it but to get six teams through to through to Berlin is absolutely insane. Yeah, I, I can't imagine anyone else doing that. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, really, really impressive. Uh, in terms of other UK teams to look out for, uh, Surbiton Motion in 20th. Uh, and, and again, they just had two majorly bad workouts. They had a really good day one. They were 4th and 16th on day one. Um, and then took a 47th on the uh, sort of sprint event, a 24th on the clean and jerk event, and a 33rd on the running and thrusters event. Um, kind of expecting to do better on that final one. Uh, they're a really strong running team uh, from what we've seen at Sid. Uh, 
but we'll expect to see them, you know, sort of kick on and because they've got games level experience. So I kind of expect they'll be able to pull that together and put in a really good performance in Berlin as well. A uh, couple of other British teams to call out. West Leeds, CrossFit Shirefit, uh, again, previous semifinals experience. CrossFit Bladen out of, I think it's Northern Ireland. And then Crooked Lane CrossFit EST28 uh, have also made it from the UK as well. Um, so, yeah, a decent number of UK teams that have made it. Uh, exciting to see how they do. So obviously with 10, and I think the thing is with 10 spots up for grabs, like we, we're going to see a lot of, a lot of variation in the leaderboard. And I think it's, it's going to be a really exciting watch, um, to see who's able to, to put together a good weekend. And it is going to be very dependent on the programming as to who's going to shine and who's going to have massive major weaknesses exposed. So yeah, really looking forward to seeing how that, uh, how that develops. Cool. Nice stuff. Well done, Ben. Good carry there. <laughs> I really, really value your input there, Matthew. Um, <laughs> I told you, you're the team specialist. So there you go. I mean, I don't think it's, I, 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 I don't think it takes a lot to be a, I don't think it takes a lot to be a team specialist in CrossFit. You just have to know the names of the, the people who are on the team. <laughs> no, that's my problem. I don't. <laughs> uh, cool. So moving on into some uh, of the age group online qualifiers. Um, yeah, we had a few, uh, well, a few names who seem to be in a qualifying position. Are the leaderboards locked? Are they, uh, officially done? Not yet. I think they've right. still got a couple of days to go. Um, but from a, to, to give some perspective, uh, in the, in the age groups, the top 30 go through to semifinals, uh, from the quarterfinals. And I think it was more difficult to make it through to the age group semifinals. Uh, thanks to known underscore noble on Instagram for the stat. It was more difficult to get through to, age group semifinals than it was to get through to um, the individual semifinals for North America, East or West, one of the two. But in terms of the total participants, there were so many. Um, so yeah, it's a, a real testament. And, and I think if you look down that list, you've got some really strong performers, um, names that are very familiar to those of us who've been following CrossFit for a while. On top... Uh, and the men's 35 to 39 is Sam Dancer. In second is a, a lesser known name, Richard Froning Jr. Never heard of him. Um, <laughs> I think he's some sort of washed up team athlete. I don't know. Classic. Um, I'll enjoy that one. Uh, and then Scott Panchik in fourth as well. Uh, for, for context, uh, Froning has said that skip, he's... You're going to skip over my guy, Brian Wong. <laughs> By one who won the 35 to 39 division last year. All right, fine. Like I will. just skipped over him. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going back to talk about Froning. Um, but anyway, for, yeah, Froning said he's not going to compete uh, at the games this year because he wants to spend time with his family, which is goddamn noble of him. Uh, what is. I don't know if he will, though. I think, he was, I think he might still rock up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. He says that a lot all the time, and it'll be like, it'll be the classic, oh, yeah, well. Like me and Hillary actually talked about it and we decided like, yeah, if we go on holiday straight afterwards, then I could do it or something yeah. like that. And then he'll just turn up. So he says it, but yeah. I won't believe it until the week starts and he's not no. there basically. No. no. 
uh, also excited to see if Sam Dancer can actually get there and compete healthy um, because dude still looks like he's nursing a bicep injury because Rich Froning outlifted him by a pound, which shouldn't happen uh, in yeah. any any real event. It was a one-round max clean. Um, Scott Panchik also listed there. Steve Fawcett in fifth. Um, he's also made it through to individual semifinals. So this will be interesting to see because um, I think you're able to do both. Obviously, I think he's just going to individual semifinals just for the experience. But if he's then able to put uh, a load of stuff together and uh, a good performance together in the age group semifinal, I think he'll do quite well. Um, was fairly well placed apart from the rowing and thruster workout and the one round max clean, but was sort of averaging 15th, 16th in the other workouts as well. Uh, King of the lifts, Giannis Papadopoulos, uh, comes in in seventh. He's uh, a name from the individual semis. He's done really well in the past. And Frederick Gideon in eighth. Um, no other British people to really call out from there. Will Kane was in a qualifying position, but appears to have um, taken a scoring hit on uh, workout two, which is a little bit uh, of a shame for him. Because uh, obviously I think he'd like to be able to give the age group semifinal a go as well as the team semifinal. Um, because obviously he's on CrossFit BFG team training. Pivoting to the women on 35 to 39, um, M. De Gooch is uh, from CrossFit Great Yarmouth that we very nearly went to this weekend while we were in Great Yarmouth. A lovely place, Great Yarmouth. Definitely go. Terrible. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, really excited to see how she's able to perform. Uh, she's a little bit older in the category, so she's sitting at 38. Uh, on the men's 40 to 44, I don't think we have any British athletes. No, we do not. But the uh, highest placing uh, European is Kasper Mirup from Denmark. Uh, he's sitting in seventh, so excited to see how he's able to sort of fly the flag for Europe in that one. In the women's 40 to 44, uh, again, we've just got Samantha Briggs in 24. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she, um, unsurprisingly, because um, not much appears to have changed since she officially retired from CrossFit, uh, is uh, put up a 262nd in the max clean, but was then able to get second in the uh, shuttle run, rope climb, bench press workout, and fifth in the thruster and rowing workout. So, yeah, insane performance from her. Hopefully, we're able to see her sort of make it to the games while she's still pursuing her firefighting career. Uh, on the men's 45 to 49, um, we've got Spencer Whitley in, uh, in ninth. Um, so setting himself up to have a really strong performance. His workout three and four, he came third and seventh. Uh, so really strong performance from him in those last two to really pull it out of the bag. Um, didn't have a great performance in the chest or handstand push-up workout. Uh, so his overhead position might be a little bit of a weakness there for him. And then in the women, 45 to 49. Um, the Cena scores three... Yeah. Well, a seconds and then three firsts. <laughs> Have you seen that? That's crazy. Yeah, 146 yeah. in one of them, but a seconds and three firsts. That's crazy. Um, uh, we're place, obviously though, talking so. about yeah that we're we're talking about the Queen CrossFit, uh, Queen of UK CrossFit, 
uh, in the Masters division, Kelly Friel. Um, so yeah, came second, 146th, first, first, first. Uh, and I think that's exposing the fact that that second workout, if you don't have a great overhead position or aren't great in that position, is like you, that's your bottleneck in that AMRAP. It was an AMRAP of uh, six chest wall handstand push ups, nine GHDs, and 12 box jumps at 30 and 24 inches. So yeah, like the bottleneck there is the chest wall handstand push ups more than anything else. In terms of other UK athletes we've got in that division, um, obviously uh, the other Kelly, whose surname escapes me at this moment, um, is taking a year out due to injury. Um, but Ali Crawford sitting in twelfth as well, so she's just on the outside looking in, going into uh, going into age group semifinals. But she should be able to put together a good performance and has a decent chance of making it through. Uh, one thing you do tend to see as we get further and further up these age groups is that um, they, they tend to be dominated by Americans, uh, which is what is happening here. Uh, but we do have representation from the UK in the women's 50 to 54 with Helen McLeod uh, putting together a, a decent group of performances. Um, she might be able to sort of swing into that, into that top 10. So excited to see what she can do there. Uh, moving on to the men's 55 to 59, uh, top place European is Antonio Baldrini out of Italy at 57. Uh, yeah, a, a decent group of performances, including a second, a fifth and a seventh. Uh, but he unfortunately had a 69th and a 67th, which pulled him down a little bit. Uh, Moving on to the women's 55 to 59 and Lee Coates out of uh, CrossFit CSTL, CrossFit Coastal, um, is, is in top position in that age group, winning two workouts, coming second in the third, uh, and then uh, following that up with an eighth and a twelfth. So really strong performance from her in what is a division that's dominated by uh, US athletes. Just sitting on the outside uh, is Lynn Watt, right at the top of that age group as well at 59 um, from CrossFit JXL. So really impressive to see uh, to see that. Hopefully she might be able to just sneak in a spot um, up there as well. Last couple of divisions, uh, the men's 60 to 64. Uh, the only two European athletes are Marcus, Marcus Panatek out of uh, Sweden, Stirka CrossFit. Let's go with Andrado Schiatti uh, out of Italy. Uh, and on the women's side, 60 to 64 again. Wow, no Europeans. That's insane. Uh, finally, in the 65 plus, um, uh, top placing European male is Jean Louis Deret out of France. And on the women's side, we have Karen Dawkins sitting in 10th. So putting herself in a strong position uh, to make it through um, uh, to semifinals as well. On the teens side of things, um, no UK athletes to call out there. Top placing on the boys 16-17 side uh, is Rafael Candesh out of uh, CrossFit Montiel, I think, from in Portugal. 
so he's in ninth overall, so hopefully we'll be able to see him at the games. Uh, Lucy McGonagall, unsurprisingly, is uh, on top, coming out of age group quarterfinals in the female 16, in the girls 16, 17 division, uh, beating out media darling Olivia Kerstatter. Um, if Morning Chalk Up could stop talking about her, that'd be great. Um, so some strong performances from her. And we also got Kiara Silva out of CrossFit Ascot uh, sitting in 17th as well. <coughs> and Hannah went out of CrossFit with him, with him uh, in 21st. On the boys 14 to 15 side, uh, Paul Martin Tears uh, out of Spain is the top performing boy going in. And we've also got Rio Brown out of CrossFit RS3 who's a UK athlete. Um, he's in 16th, so hopefully he'll be able to make that push into the top 10. And on the girls' side, 14 to 15, um, Phoebe Davis out of CrossFit Stone Towers is in 6th, putting himself in a strong position, and Belinda Dennett out of CrossFit Isle of Man uh, as well. So assuming she, yeah, judged by Dan Bonnet, so guessing she's uh, coming out of the Dan Bonnet uh, Production Academy that, that he has rolling in CrossFit Isle of Man that produced people like Amy Kringle. Um, Emily Steele still trains under him as well. So yeah, that was a whistle-stop tour around people who are currently in qualifying positions uh, or just outside. Excited to see when the leaderboard gets finalized and which people are going to make it through to, to the games as well. Nice work, Benjamin. That was very impressive. You are building Thanks, man. My back, is, my, my back is very sore. Um, it should be. <laughs> I had a lovely journey on that carry. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's take shit. Well done. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs> Finally earned your title of co-host on there for that performance. <laughs> Mate, mate, I'm no longer, no longer the temporary guest co-host. Is that, is that right? <laughs> um, <laughs> something right. I, yeah, so I was going to say. Some news? Yeah. 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 So we've, ob we've obviously had a couple of qualifiers released in the past couple of weeks. Um, uh, Battle for Middle Ground, I think you did it last week. I said I might do it. I then didn't. Um, their second <laughs> qualifier just, unsurprisingly, their second qualifier has just come out, and unsurprisingly as well, it's also a grip workout. Um, debatable, I know. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, interested. Obviously, they don't release that leaderboard, so we can't really have a look and see where people are at at the moment. But, mm. um, but, big but, from the, from the depths. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, the, the Europe, yeah, the Europe, the European Championships have come back on the scene. Um, they have set up a uh, a new competition called the Titan Fitness Games. Um, that qualifier went live last week. Uh, for some context, sixty males in the RX category will make it through. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, similar to what Eurochamps have done in the past. Uh, and there is a five grand prize pot, which I saw and was like, oh, cool. Five grand prize pot for winning. 
Yeah, but is it for winning though? Well, it's for winning, but are you getting that money? Oh, uh, this the, is the R- ridiculous. The, the RX podium. <laughs> but so, so if you just go on there, uh, you know, uh, if you just have a look at their website, it'll say five thousand pound price part, right? You then go into the actual, uh, <laughs> go into the actual qualifier. And podium price pot equals five thousand pounds, and in brackets it's got charity donation. Uh, cause they spot charity wrong, but it's, it's fine. Nice. Um, <laughs> no, no. Charity donation. If you guys, if you guys, if you guys need a copy editor, just let me know. Yeah. Um, uh, the RX podium thing, just from seeing that already. RX podium first will get twelve hundred and fifty pounds. Second will get seven hundred and fifty. Third will get five hundred. Winning athletes will choose a charity of their choice. Honestly, uh, people, that, people that don't, maybe don't understand the context of why we're talking about this, but basically Euro Champs last year was, well, if you know someone who did it, was pretty much the worst run event, probably in Europe, or probably in, probably in the CrossFit <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> it was probably the worst. Like that dramatic pause. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably yeah. actually the worst run CrossFit event. There was last year. I probably wasn't even close. It was a shambles from start to finish. Um, I was competing in the individual field and Ben was there helping and like supporting uh, the BFG. It was a BFG team there. And so we're all there. And yeah, it was just horrendous from start to finish. Um, day one wasn't awful. I mean, the queuing, just to sign in was bad, but I was just queuing. So I didn't think too much of it. And then like the first event was supposed to be a run, a swim and a paddle. They had to take the swim out because of like algae or something in the water, which I mean, they can't really control that. That's just natural uh, causes. So you can't do much about that, which is fine. Taking, taking, yeah, but they learned from CrossFit, you know, they learned from CrossFit that we can't do that. <laughs> we can't put people yeah. in polluted water, which is good. Exactly. You know? Like yeah, credit exactly. to them. Um, so that was changes like a run and a paddle, which is fine. That wasn't really the problem. It was day two onwards where it just went to absolute shit. Um, <laughs> so the first event was like a clean and jerk, uh, ladder. It was a clean and jerk or just a clean, clean ladder, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And I believe I'm not making this up, but well, it was about four or five hours just to get through that one event, like from the, well, yeah. also the announcement started was what an hour and a half delayed at least. So we all turned up yep. at eight or something for the workout briefing. And I didn't start to about half nine, maybe even 10. Then they announced it. And then we did the maths in our head about the heat times. It's like, this is actually going to take hours. So we, I remember we left the building. We walked to a coffee shop like 20 minutes away and then sat there for a bit. And we walked back and like only one heat had gone. And we're like, what is going on? And so we sat around for honestly about three, four hours before it was even our turn to go. Um, yeah, just really just run awfully. And then like from that, that just compounded the rest of the competition. So, so far behind time, they then scrambled together on the, on the second event of that day. They had to scrap an event. Then they promised to do another event the next day. Then we got to the next day. Then I was delayed. And then they didn't do the event they promised. And they didn't seem to have made up an event on the floor that was very similar to qualifiers. There was like a, like a short, am, uh, like AMRAP of like toes of overhead squats and handstand walk. And then, yeah, then they promised more people would go to the, there'll be a cut. And they promised more people from the cut would make it so they could do an extra event. Then they went back on that promise because they realized timing again wasn't going to work out. Yeah, the whole thing was absolute shambles. Basically, there was not one positive thing to say about it. And then after that, following it, uh, lots of things came out about how they weren't paying the athletes who won. So all the money was just basically, it was basically just a fraudulent activity from start to finish. Uh, yeah, it was 
yeah, really bad, really, really I, bad. I will, when, I, I will try and defend them uh, because I think it's only fair to <coughs> do that. Uh, obviously, it's very difficult to run an event. Uh, they had he was trying to push the level and take it up a notch by putting it in uh, the Motorpoint Arena in Nottingham. You know, a huge venue like it had the potential to be incredibly impressive, but you know, similar sort of like. Uh, in the old regionals days, that's the kind of place that you'd expect to see it. So yeah, like yeah. so no, but, nothing against him for like trying to push the boat out and try create a really cool competition. I understand what he's going for, but yeah, it just built far more than he could chew and it just backfired. I do feel sorry for him because I don't inherently think the yeah. guy who ran it, I'm not gonna name him because you can go to it yourself, but so we're not here to do that. But I don't think he's like a bad guy, just it did not go well for him. And then maybe the no. The way maybe they uh, responded to con- to the criticism also wasn't good. Like on the Instagram pages, they just deleted any negative comment possible, and they just kept yep. posting like how such of a good event it was when it just wasn't. They even made a YouTube video reacting to negative comments, where again they just dodged the and like they they basically dodged most of the negative comments. And then the ones they did, this is the funniest one when someone's commented saying, "Definitely, it was quite expensive to do. It was a three day competition at this venue." Um, and someone's comment was like, definitely not worth the value for money. All this thing are so bad X, Y, Z. And then his response to it was, well, um, like value is subjective. So I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> and that was like his response to her, her criticism. Um, but yeah, anyway, but fast forward, anyway, fast forward to, uh, to where we're at right now. They um, go radio silent for a bit. And then there was lots of talk behind the scenes, um, that they'd like sold it because they're basically struggling with uh, finances. That's why the uh, podium athletes hadn't been paid. There was a whole hullabaloo about all that stuff. And then, yeah, a few months later, here we are with a, well, a rebranded competition name, but seemed to be still under the umbrella of European yeah. champs. Yeah. So it's very eye opening. And then, yeah, very interesting. And then it just makes us laugh that we see there's supposedly prize money again from a competition that could not prompt, like, you know, you know, fulfill these promises, and then it's just made me laugh. Like how it, in brackets it says, cha- "It's." I don't think I, mean, I don't know if that to you, but that's, that to me that makes it worse. Charity donation. It's like you're not going to just mug off the athlete, but then what? You're going to mug off an actual charity if it doesn't. If you don't pay, that that's is right off, isn't it? horrendous. <laughs> yeah, but that's just yeah. But yeah. if you go uh, through, that's really bad. I'm so very interested to see if it will be the same for their main Euro Championships competition with the qualifiers happening for that in June. Uh, I should say, uh, if you want to do an RX competition, probably do this. Uh, top 60 males go through and top 60 females. There are mm. currently 33 male athletes registered on their leaderboard. <laughs> Qualifies close in two or three days. Uh, on the female side of things, they have four athletes. Four. Four. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably register. Uh, yeah, it's 15 quid. Uh, the competition might not happen. Yeah, but it's it definitely, probably won't, definitely won't happen. <laughs> I, I, I might, I genuinely might do one rep of each of the qualifiers <laughs> and see if I make it. And see if you can get in. Yeah, exactly. See if I can get in. That's a, that's some quality Just, Hiller style content that I'll be yeah, bringing to I'll you just, soon. I'm going to say, or don't even do them. Just submit scores, <laughs> put in some random YouTube video. And then watch them even like video review them. You just get in. No, 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 no. There are so 
there are so few qualifiers that I think they will be able to. One person could check those in an evening, so I think I will have to do it. No, but they won't but, be. In, they it won't matter because you're going to a competition anyway, and they'd be like, "What's the point? Uh, We've got thirty people, so they yeah. might even bother to watch them. That's true. We'll just take the prize because because they, they yeah. want more people to sign up to make the money. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my thing of it. But there are you there are, are a lot of people in intermediate who definitely should be qualifying for uh, for masters. Oh, Matt Matt, Matt Shoot was in intermediate as well. He's like, I'm a member from our gym. I'll tell him to go into RX. Um, so yeah, interested to see how that goes. Um, yeah, as uh, is, uh, yeah, it's it's some kind of madness. Uh, so yeah, uh, we've also got the uh, UK champs qualifiers coming out today uh, as we're recording on Friday uh, at seven PM. Um, mm. They've got a lot of announcement. Yeah, head to head. Yeah. This is actually, if it all goes to plan, this is starting to make it feel like this would be a very big event. Uh, I know. They've got yeah. some big European names going head to head, namely Andre Houdet, who, as you were saying, he's gone team, but definitely on track to becoming like a top 10 level games athlete individual wise. He's going head to, I can't remember who he's going head to head against, but that's very cool for a new competition to put that out. Again, yeah, open style announcement. Um, so if that all goes ahead, they can build on that. And if the event, the actual event in July, you know, goes well, gets a good reputation. It'd be quite cool. And I think I might be wrong, but I've just seen on their Instagram, they actually said, so originally it was um, just UK people. Yeah, I know it's now. Yeah, yeah. How they've changed it. So anyone yeah. who gets to semis, um, but doesn't make it to the games, I think, or something, something along those lines. I think it's just Berlin. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah, like the Europe, the Europe semis yeah. Yeah. Um, can get an invite to this competition without having to do qualifiers, which is pretty cool. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely cool. one that I'm going to earmark to attend and enjoy as a. They've also got, um, uh, I think it's the Athex Games, which is like a pairs competition, which is I imagine they're trying to be a little bit of a, um, high rock style vibe to it because it's three workouts. Yeah, doing pairs. Um, uh, I might be getting confused, but I'm March on a like joined yes. with a company yes. i think it's this thing but it's like they're like set workouts so one's like just conditioning or like yeah. machines one's just body weight or something like that one's just yeah. a barbell or weight and then there's one mixed like a classic crossfitty type workout yeah. so the high rocks-esque in partners and it's like sort of put on by yeah, this new company athlete and um march on as well something like that um but yeah very cool and, and like again that. Well, that's what I remember when I saw it. And then, um, but yeah, if SIDS, and then like, obviously, the thing that excites me is they've still said they want to make a game-style experience. They're on their website, says bringing yeah. a game-style experience to the UK, which to me, I'm still trying to, like, does that mean you're going to get, uh, like, you know, a proper, you know, day one, um, like, you know, a long event? Like, is that going to have a swim, long run, off-site thing? Then the rest of the time is it going to be like three or four events a day, like a proper beat down, which would be pretty cool. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. It could be like the event of the year, uh, in terms of like, especially UK scene, if not, uh, the European scene out of, you know, the main yeah, semifinals, basically. So that'll be pretty cool to see how it goes this year. I mean, no pressure, but if you qualify an elite, I think that would make some, that would make some pretty good content from our end. So would, if you could, would. well, if you could, yeah. that'd be good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best for the for the, for the brand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, that's the goal. Let's go elite. So, well, I think I'm going to loophole it and enter both elite and RX, and then so regardless of what yeah. happens, I'll get into it. Um, 
I do well. About myself to get into RX. I mean, about myself to get into Elite, but we'll see how the qualifiers go. And so, the down period between courses till now has been quite strong. So I do not feel at my fittest. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And then also, I was a bit sick this week, so I didn't help things either. But it's so right. I come out, see what the workout is tonight. Hopefully, motivate me, and we'll be good to go from next week. But yeah, I think it's fitness is a mindset, Matthew. Exactly. Yeah. Dave, I've just been reading and watching David Goggins on repeat for the last three days, so nothing can break me. Nothing can break me. Nothing but my feeble lungs. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, pray, he's praying for a max lift and, uh, <laughs> and nothing, nothing that involves an erg. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, should be, but there are two workouts, I think announced. So yeah. you get uh, the week to do, I think it's only a week to do two. Yeah. 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 Um, then, then another two, so it's four in total. One might be a two parter as well. So probably be about five score events would be my guess coming up. I've uh, got the Ragnarok qualifiers still going on, but I don't know. Personally, I might not do them this year, actually. Just considering that UK one's going to be so big, I yeah. might just want to fully peak for that. And I might still do the Ragnarok qualifiers, uh, just mm-hmm. uh, just so I have the option if I want to do it. Um, but yeah. I'm starting to lean towards maybe not doing them because I've got turf as well, and that's the weekend before UK yeah. champs. So I don't know if I want to do Ragnarok week or turf, then UK champs. Um, just for me personally, I just, it's not, not like stress in terms of bad stress, but just on the body. Um, I don't know. I just need down periods between events and I think they're a bit too close together, but I'll see. I don't know. Um, I'll make the decision close to the time. But yeah, UK champs, definitely exciting on the calendar. That's the one we're going to go for. So yeah, elite would be pretty cool, especially if some of the top guys from semis do end up coming over to then give it a go. Yeah. The ones who don't make the games. So the field would be looking pretty mm-hmm. strong. So yeah, could be pretty cool. Um, yeah, anything yeah. else you want to add, or um, just leave it there? No, no. Um, obviously, age group leaderboards will be finalised <laughs> in the next week or so. Um, the individual semi-finals are starting to backfill. Um, so I think we're going to get finalised semi-final lists. I don't think Willie George is going to make it. Like that's been the Europe's the Europe semi-final is full, and I think they only went down to about sixty-four, sixty-five, um, which is obviously very sad uh, because the uh, uh, the king of CrossFit France unfortunately will not be able to compete. But obviously, he's come back on a team next year, so yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing that happen. Uh, and yeah, that's it from me. Cool, lovely stuff. Right, this uh, I don't know what we'll do for our next one. Maybe. I don't know, a recap of the first few SID workouts. Um, I don't know, we'll think of some other things coming up. We're getting close to semis, so not too long till we'll have uh, some more good stuff to talk about. But yeah, until uh, yeah, then. And uh, if, if anyone well, is around the semifinals weekend, uh, I am going on holiday for those full three weeks. So if anyone wants to accompany Matthew on the podcasts, if I'm not allowed <laughs> to take my podcast recording equipment with me on holiday, then uh, please reach out via DM on Instagram. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> oh dear. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs> Carrying on. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Right. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.